Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast. We sit down with University of Kentucky standout star and current Corn Ferry Tour player Chip McDaniel. Now, if you don't know Chip, he's been pretty hot on the Corn Ferry Tour recently. He's Monday qualified famously in a couple of big PGA Tour events, including last year's U.S. Open where he made the cut. He's a fun guy, University of Kentucky guy, young stud, up-and-comer. We chat with Chip about life at Kentucky, about Monday qualifier life, his first experience at the U.S. Open, and a lot more. And it is presented by our friends at HolisticWellness.com. Holistic CBD is the best CBD product on the market. In fact, Chip even uses it. We've talked to Chip about it a little bit. And we've got a contest upcoming for you in this episode, so pay close attention. The winner is going to get a chipping lesson virtually from Chip McDaniel. But holisticwellness.com is where you need to go to find your wellness, your CBD stick, okay? You can pick from five CBD sticks to help with sleep, stress, recover, beauty, and digestion. These CBD sticks are awesome. You just pop them, pour them into any beverage, stir it around, knock it out, and it helps instantly uh, with its water-soluble formula, natural ingredients, Holistic CBD, sponsoring the Tour Junkies podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And you can get 25% off any product that you order on their website. If you go to Holistic with a K, H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K, wellness.com, use promo code TJ25, TJ25 to get 25% off your product at holisticwellness.com. So go check it out. Find your stick today and check out Chip McDaniel. What's going on, Golf Addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast. We've got a really fun guest interview for you. A young stud from Kentucky, a, a Southern boy. You know, we love to welcome the Southern, the fellow Southern boys. Uh, it's, it's always nice. It feels like home, like we're just chilling on the back porch. We got our drinks, our podcast juice for the, for the evening. Uh, we would love to welcome Mr. Chip McDaniel to the podcast. Welcome, Chip. How you doing from your hotel room in middle of nowhere, Illinois? <laughs> doing good, boys. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm just chilling in a Hampton Inn, racking up some Hilton points, and uh, just trying trying to find something to do here in Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> well, Chip's getting ready for uh, the Corn Ferry event and um, there in Illinois. Hey, man, uh, congratulations on a little bit of a run here. I, I noticed, um, you know, last four starts on the Corn Ferry Tour all in August, you're, you're doing well with a few, uh, a few top 15s, right, on the season. So, Corn Ferry Tour is going okay right now, I'd say, huh? You finding it right now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been an up-and-down summer, but I've made uh, four or five cuts in a row and, you know, a couple top 15s mixed in there. So, it's uh, it's been good. I feel like my game's on, on the up-and-up, and, up and I'm, I'm excited for this uh, little fall series we got. I think it's five more events or so, and I think it's going to be fun. Well, everybody needs to make sure they follow Chip on uh, Twitter at ChippyMac22 and Instagram, ChippyMac underscore 22. Now, Chip, we know all about the underscores. Uh, some loser on Twitter has at Tour Junkies and yeah. won't give it to us. 
So did you have to go underscore on Instagram or, or what happened? Somebody, somebody take your chippy Mac 22 on IG. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I made it, I made it a few years ago, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know how many, you know, guys named chip with the basketball number 22 there are, but apparently there's more than one. Cause yeah, apparently it was taken. Apparently it was uh, taken on Instagram. So it's rough out there on the Instagram streets. Uh, chip university of Kentucky guy. Now we are good buddies with one other UK guy, and I don't know. You, you guys seem like you would know each other. Do you know Aaron Fleener? Are you an Aaron Fleener guy? I know of him. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know him big, personally. But big cat. I know of him. Mm-hmm. He's a good one. Um, of course, caddy for uh, for JT Post, and you won three events at the University of Kentucky. You won the Kentucky State Am in high school, I think. Um, you know, I. I, I studied you a little bit I mean you know we've heard about you through your Monday qualifying stuff last year like I think your name kind of went around you know having Monday qualified uh into I think Punta Cana shot a 63 then you you uh qualified for the U.S. Open made the cut at the U.S. Open last year names started floating around um and, and obviously you're on the Corn Ferry Tour like you know doing your thing and and uh we just want you to first of all tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of the road to the corn fairy tour, you know, but you're, you've definitely proven you're a winner at every level, like state am in high school, winning in college, um, and, and really playing well now. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your game and how you got here. Uh, well, I was, I, I grew up as a, a three sport athlete, you know, I played baseball, basketball, golf, played everything as a kid. I grew up on a, a nine hole muni didn't have any bunkers and uh golf was probably my third third best sport until I was about 13 or 14 years old um I I played basketball all through high school that's where the the 22 comes from and uh you know I I really I really didn't even decide I wanted to play golf seriously until I was probably 15 or 16 years old and then uh I got a college scholarship to to UK, which I, you know, I always grew up wanting to play basketball for UK, of course, just like every other kid that plays basketball in the state of Kentucky. But, you know, I, I decided that, you know, probably had more, more chance, a better chance of doing better things in golf. So um, I accepted a golf scholarship there and, uh, you know, it was, it was really awesome. You know, I'm just a super competitive guy. Um, I'm kind of quiet at first, but then when people get to know me, they uh, they see sort of the personality that I have, just, you know, a kind-hearted, happy-go-lucky guy. But, uh, um, you know, I just I just love competing. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just always loved competing in everything I did. Um, in college, I, I didn't like practicing. I just like, you know, playing games with my teammates and stuff like that. So, uh you know, that's probably the best way I can describe myself is just, just the ultimate competitor, I guess. Well, talk about the college days. Um, you know, specifically, we always like to ask, you know, pros we interview um, for a good college story, a good college golf story, you know, something, something interesting, you know, we had now, I don't want to put any pressure on you. You may not be able to top this one. We had Brendan Todd tell us a story earlier this year about Brian Harmon um on a road trip at UGA where Brian earned the nickname Cockbite and the story behind that fantastic nickname for Mr. Brian Harmon. 
Um, okay. So you may not have anything like that, but like when you, when you look back, I mean, I'm sure you look fondly over the college days, but like any funny moments, funny stories, whether it's a road trip or something that happened at a tournament with you or a teammate or a coach or like just the, you know, one of those stories that, that you always like kind of chuckle at or you, you, you know, sticks out for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first of all, I had a great college experience. I love my coach. I love my teammates. And, um, you know, we had fun on the road, but, you know, we had, you know, we were kind of close. So a lot of stories with my teammates kind of run together or whatever. And, you know, we'll text in group chats about, you know, you know, stuff that we said or the quotes that our college coach said and stuff like that. But, but for me, it, it definitely comes down to my senior year in uh, NCAA regionals. And we're playing the last day and we're, we're kind of on the bubble of making it to the national championship. And we had missed by one shot the year before. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm the last guy finishing or whatever. And we're on the 18th hole. And I've been kind of leaderboard watching the last few holes or whatever. And, you know, we were kind of in and out of the bubble and I hit it in the fairway on 18 and it's like a, downhill dog leg left and I, I drew it with the corner so I was way down there I had like a wedge into the hole and I'd had no no less than a six iron in the previous two days I think or, or how many ever days we played I don't even remember but, uh, so my, my coach Brian Craig comes up in the fairway and he's like you know he's a super positive super chill guy and he's like He's like, all I'm going to tell you is, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And I look him straight in the eye. And I don't know how many guys have done this to their college coach, but I'm like, coach, I don't want any bullshit right now. What do we need? And he's like, because like, we're on the bubble with Ole Miss and they had already finished on the other side, so we're not playing with them. And he's like, he's like, we're one shot clear right now. So I'm like, so if I make par, we get through. And he's like, yes. And it's a, it's a back pin and it's into the wind and it was 118 yards. I'll never forget the number because anytime someone has 118 yards close yeah. to me, they always send it to me. And um, it was a little bit into the wind. So I, I was a little amped up. So I took a sand wedge and just hit it pretty much as hard as I've ever swung with the sandwich before. And it's it's looking like a good shot because, you know, I wanted to get it back there. I didn't want to have the 40-footer the up the yeah. tier and have to two-putt to get back there. So I wanted to get it back on that tier. And I hit it, and it lands like a foot past the hole and spins back in the hole for an eagle. And, <laughs> yeah. So – uh, you know, at this point, my college coach, you know, Brian, Coach Craig had been on the right rough or whatever, moved away. And every, like, I didn't see it go in. I thought it was close. I thought it was tight, but the ball was kind of halfway in and out. So I didn't know for sure it was in until all my teammates and the fans, you know, the parents saw in there start going crazy. And they start running to me, but there, there's this bridge that goes over a hazard right there and they all stopped short of the hazard so it was one of those awkward celebrations where i'm like i'm in college so i don't have a caddy so i'm like running and then i forget my bag and then i have to <laughs> go back and get the bag and put it on one shoulder and the guy with me trying to like high five me and i just run right past him 
and just completely blacked out. Like it, it, the only time I've ever blacked out on a golf course is this moment right here. That's an incredible and, shot. And all I remember is Coach Craig running up to me, just giving me a kiss on the freaking cheek, and I'm like, "Dude, what, what are you doing?" Like, <laughs> and I didn't find out until after, but our um, uh, compliance liaison or the person in compliance that deals with our stuff or whatever was on the phone with the athletic director, Mitch Barnhart. And he's like, he's in the fairway. He's got a wedge in. Is, you know, he's got this blah, blah, blah. He's like, he hit it. He hit it. Looks like a good shot. Oh shit. It went in and just hangs <laughs> up the phone and starts going crazy. That's awesome. So, um, you know, for, for me, that's probably my most memorable, um, college moment i mean i don't know how many guys have looked their college coach in the eye and been like coach don't bullshit me right here but yeah, what do we got and, then, and then dunk it yeah and, and then, then dunk, dunk it, it. yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah it kind of felt like a jackass so i would have made five there but um, <laughs> That's hey awesome. yeah it was, it was pretty cool it's, you know being a senior and that being your last regional you're ever gonna play in that was that was pretty cool too yeah, that is awesome. That's so, you know, Chip, a lot of times, you know, well, you know, talking with a lot of the tour players versus the Corn Ferry guys, all that kind of stuff, you know, we always hear that there's not a huge difference, really, between the, the play on the Corn Ferry Tour versus the, the play on the, on the PGA Tour. So that brings me to this question, though. Who is a guy that you played against in college, um, you know, that you either constantly beat his ass – or he beat your ass. And this is a guy that's, you know, either on the Corn Ferry Tour or on the PGA Tour. Like, who's the first kind of couple guys that might come to your mind? Uh, let's see. A lot of the – a lot of the Georgia boys come to mind. Grayson Sig, who just, just played well in the, uh, yeah. the Tour Championship. Um, we play a lot of college terms with them. Um a lot of the, a lot of the bandy guys too. Will Gordon, who just played well in the Travelers and got um, temporary status, and I, you know, I, I'm not sure how he's doing after that. If he's going to get his card or whatever, but uh, you know, we played we played so much golf with them. So, you know, I think I think those two teams we played a lot of tournaments with. So, uh, did you feel you like know. you had you had any of those guys' number? Like when you played them, yeah. you remember like, damn, I don't think Grace Sig ever beat me in college or. Or did Will Gordon like? Do no. you ever think like Will Gordon just beat me every time? Like, anything like that? No. So my uh, my sophomore year of college was was we played seemed like every tournament with Georgia, and it seemed like they beat us every tournament, and they they won the SEC tournament that year. We were all we were both in the final group, and they beat us, and uh, we ended up finally finally catching them in the. NCAA tournament in uh, Eugene, Oregon that year. And uh, our coach is pretty happy about that. <laughs> Going back, let's look at the U.S. Open, you know, that you made last year and, and played your way way into, you know, what, what kind of, like, memories do you have from that experience that sort of stand out? And then, you know, maybe who are some big-name players that everybody knows that may have treated you a certain way or – you know, you had a you know run in with or whatever that just comes to mind with 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 being, you know, at a U.S. Open at a major in, in a special week like that. 
Yeah, I mean, I I show up there on on Monday morning for a practice round, and uh, you know, you're you're supposed to schedule your practice rounds or whatever. It's really the only PGA tournament that you did that. And I think it's uh, it's myself, Chaz Reavy, and uh, someone else there, and uh, Brooks Brooks Kepka's caddy comes over the the bridge from the putting green to the first tee and sets the bag down. He's you know he's Irish, so he's got a little accent. He's like, you, you guys mind if we join you? And we're like, I'm just sitting there, like, looking at the guy, my former teammate, caddying for me, who caddied for me in sectionals. I'm like, is this guy serious? Like, <laughs> what? Does he want to play with us? Like, and we're like, yeah, sure. So, you know, we played, we played nine holes with Brooks. He quit after nine. We played 18. And, uh, you know, I just remember, you know, watching him and, and hanging out with him for a bit, just how normal he was. Like, you know, you you see you – know, he was the number one player in the world at the time. And, you know, you see those guys on TV and you think of them as superstars and then you play nine holes with them in a practice round for a major and he's just, you know, kind of chilling like you do in a whatever – a mini tour practice round or whatever. <laughs> And that really that really opened my eyes to you know just how important it is to be comfortable out there and just how you know comfortable those guys are you know for whatever reason and uh, you know Chaz Reeve is a really nice guy too and he uh, I think he won the Travelers the next week and he was a super nice guy and uh, you know that that that's really what kind of shocked me out there is how how just kind of normal and how kind of nice of guys some of those guys out out, out there are well you you clearly got uh you, you clearly got some ice in your veins man you, you you qualify for the u.s open you play a practice round with the number one player in the world <laughs> and and you and then you make the cut and like play well um so that's impressive i, I noticed your uh you got the logo on your shirt there we're both, you know, the tour junkies and, and yourself, we're both kind of into this holistic uh, wellness CBD stuff. How do you, how did you get into that? Um, maybe how do you use it? Do you use it on the course or how do you use it? Are you even allowed to use that stuff on the course? Like I, I'm interested to hear how, um, you know, maybe how you apply it as a golfer. Yeah. I mean, CBD is getting pretty popular and, you know, I, yeah. I'd been hearing about it and been seeing it, you know, from guys, on tour and uh you know i had tried you know various types of cbd via you know some drops and stuff and i think i played a tournament in reno and there was some in the locker room for us that some company was trying to promote it and you know i had tried it and i didn't i didn't think it did a whole lot and then uh you know my agency has a pretty good relationship with these holistic guys and you know they approached me about trying it and uh you know i was like well you know what is it because i've tried stuff that didn't really work in the past and they're like you know these guys they you know they swear by it it's a, it's a powder that you put in water like they have different kinds for you and uh, so i was like oh okay great you know that sounds like something i'd be interested in so i you know i tried it and then you know got to know about the uh the reputation they have about the ingredients that they put in their product how they how they grow all of it you know, in their yeah. own greenhouses and stuff like that and how just how clean of a product it is and how easy it is to use. And, you know, 
after I had tried it and saw that it had worked and learned all that about it, you know, I thought I would, you know, actually try it more. And, uh, you know, it, it was really the first, you know, it was really the first CBD stuff for me that worked. And, and the, the great thing for me was they have different kinds. They have a, you know, a recovery stick, a, you know, a typical stress stick and a sleep stick. And I, I think I tried the sleep stick first and, you know, I don't really have a problem sleeping, but, you know, it helped a little bit. And then I tried the, the, uh, recovery stick and it was just, you know, it was awesome, man. Like I woke up the next day and I felt so good. You know, I took it the night before after a long practice round or something like that. And it was just, it was just awesome. As soon as I, you know, as soon as I put it in my body, I could feel it loosening up my body. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of skeptical about new stuff and, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, this stuff really yeah. worked for me. Well, it's, it's really easy to take with you on the golf course. Um, you know, easy to yeah. take with you in the bag. Uh, we want to do, we want to do a little something for the listeners. We want to do a challenge and we want to involve you and, and uh, maybe get the listeners a chance to get, to get a lesson from Chip McDaniel. And it's called the Stick It Challenge. All right, so here's what you got to do. All you have to do is go and purchase some holistic sticks, some holistic CBD sticks. Go to holisticwellness.com. Uh, that's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K, wellness.com. Use promo code TJ. Uh, TJ25 gets you uh, 25% off of your order. So once you purchase them, you get them in the mail. Here's what you got to do. Go to the golf course, take a stick with you, put it in the ground like a tee. You just pop the little top off of it, put it in the ground, put a golf ball on it, video yourself hitting the golf ball onto like a par three. Let's, let's tee it up on a par three. Got to get good video. Got to have a buddy to get you some good video. Hit it onto the, onto the green if you can. Okay. Post the video on Instagram, tag tour junkies, Tag holistic. It's at holistic wellness. Use the hashtag stick it. S T I K I T. Use the hashtag stick it. We'll put all this in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, and we're going to do, here's the contest for the videos that are submitted. We're going to go to that hashtag, the top five videos that get the most likes. So you can petition all your friends, all your family to go like the video. The video that gets the most likes is going to get a 30 minute chipping lesson with chip mcdaniel here a virtual chipping lesson so he, he can he can tell you how crooked your freaking chipping motion probably is okay but he'll help you out he'll help you out you know a lot of people want the full swing you know but you probably save more strokes if you could learn how to posture yourself and hit a good chip shot and i'm sure uh i'm sure chip can help you here so the winner is gonna the most likes is gonna get the virtual chipping lesson and then the next four with the most likes is gonna get uh, some free product of your choice, a 30 days worth supply of, of your uh, holistic CBD product of your choice. The contest starts now and it ends on October 12th. So get it on Instagram by October 12th. Tell everybody to like it. Uh, if you post it early, that's probably your, you're at an advantage there. Post it early, get people liking it between now and October 12th and you win the chipping lesson with, uh, with Chip. Chip, how does that, how does that sound to you? Are you are you like a chipping guru or are we just, are, are you, what do you think? Are you good at chipping? Yeah. I mean, my name's not chip for, you know, for no reason. I mean, <laughs> it was born with it. It was born with no, chipping I mean, ability. 
No, I'm a good tipper. I, I mean, my my first PGA Tour event I played in, I was top five in scrambling. I mean, there we go. Come on. Well, you got to be you, better than you the hats get... listening to us, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not Victor Hovland. Like, if it were Victor Hovland and he was offering a chipping lesson, nobody would want to win, right? Because he sucks at chipping. So, but well, Chip McDaniel, not yeah. so much. Hey, shit, man. You hit as good as he does. You don't need to chip. Anyway. <laughs> I know. Right? The green. You just need to make putts. Jeez. Yeah, that's why he doesn't need it. All right, so stick it. The stick it challenge. Check it out in the show notes, and uh, let's give away a free free chipping lesson and some free holistic CBD products. Am I eligible for this? I mean, I no. need a chipping lesson. No, you Am need I a full eligible? swing lesson. You need full swing help. You're actually not. <laughs> I need. I need like all like your all little bump and run. Your little bump and run stuff works. Your old man golf works just fine. You need a full swing. <laughs> all right, so Chip, let me let's talk about the Monday qualifier life. You know what? What is the day in the life of somebody trying to Monday qualify? you know, onto a tour event, you know, what would be something maybe that would surprise people to know, you know, other than just how difficult it is. We all know how difficult it is to Monday qualify, but, you know, kind of give us a little insight into to that the Monday queue life. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't think people fully understand just the uncertainty behind it. You know, if you get into a tournament, how it can affect you, uh, how it can affect your schedule the next week and just the scheduling behind all of it and just, you know, mentally preparing for stuff. You know, you're, you know, you're on Sunday playing the course, preparing for a Monday qualifier, and then you get in and then you have to totally shift gears from, you know, let's make as many birdies as possible to playing in a PGA tour event against the best players in the world on a course that's much harder than the one you just played and if you shoot, you know, a couple under, you probably played really well. So just the different mindsets that you have to have from day to day, I, I don't think, you know, people fully understand, you know, just the adversity of that, you know, until you live it. And, uh, you know, it, it really is the ultimate grind. Um. Well, you've successfully managed to do it a couple times. And, uh, and obviously I think, you know, <clears throat> you opened it up, um, by, by talking about how competitive you are. And I was telling Pat before we got on, I mean, cause you know, like we knew, we knew your name and we, we knew you from, like I said, the, the Monday qualifier last year and then the 63 at, uh, on, on at Putacana, I think it was. Um, <clears throat> but like to think about a young player like yourself, um, you know, that, that is already com starting to compete on the corn Ferry tour as competitive as you are and being able to pull it off in big moments, like the one you mentioned, you know, your senior year at university of Kentucky. Um, it's only a matter of time for you, man. Um, I, I want to know this and, and we'll, we'll end on this because, you know, one of the things we do the most when we're not interviewing players is we like to talk about golf betting, uh, fantasy golf, handicapping, you know, golf tournaments, and so anytime we have somebody on the show, we always want to ask them, like, what kind of golfer do you consider yourself to be? So, you know, what's, what are the strengths of your game? What are the parts of your game that you, you think you need to work on a little bit more? Um, you know, talk, talk through that first so that, you know, as our, as our folks are getting more used to and accustomed to seeing Chip McDaniel on the Corn Ferry Tour and eventually on the PGA Tour, you know, what, what kind of golfer is Chip McDaniel? Um. You know, I've, I've always been a, a pretty gritty 
player. You know, I've always been able to kind of to kind of right the ship when it goes bad. But uh, you know, ever since my college days or whatever, I've I've always been a pretty pretty consistent player. I mean, a lot of pars. Usually, I'm top ten in the field in pars. Unfortunately, for the for a lot of the corn fairy tour courses, yeah. <laughs> um, you got to every hole. Yeah, but uh, well, how do you Monday qualify? So, Monday qualify making a bunch of pars, dude. Like you, you got to fire. I mean, my my Monday qualifier thing. Like I, I never thought I'd be a good one day qualifier. I, I guess I just, you know, I don't know. I guess I just played that consistent to where I made enough birdies at. I made enough birdies every round and then the rounds where I didn't make any mistakes, I got through <laughs> or mm-hmm. whatever. But, uh, you know. Do you consider yourself a longer player or are you kind of more or just more of a fairways and greens? Like, what about your short game? Like, are you – do you feel like you're one of the better short game players out there? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely a, a fairway and greens player. But, uh, you know, like I said, on the days where I'm struggling or whatever, I'm I'm, I'm a pretty good chipper, you know. So you know, to the person that wins the chipping contest, I, I will, I will try to help you. I feel like I'll be able to help you a little bit. I'm a, I'm a pretty good chipper. Um, but yeah, I'm a fairways and greens type player, not a pretty, uh, maybe, a just above average distance for corn fairy tour. Probably you know, top seventy on the PGA tour or in distance or whatever. Um, but this off season, I'm. I'm going to try to get some distance and, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, pretty pretty much fairways and greens. Put it what do you think, what do you think separates you from, you know, like – because we know that the, the, the margins are razor thin between mm-hmm. you being, you know – I mean, we're friends with a number of guys out there in the Corn Ferry, Wade Benfield and um, mm-hmm. uh, Ed Lohr and those guys. Like, the margins are just so thin. Like, what separates you or when you look at guys that are up at the top right now in the rankings, like a Will Zalatoris or a, a Davis Riley, like, what separates you right now from those guys? Um, You know, I've, I've been thinking about that the past the past few weeks, and I've been talking to my caddy about that um, quite a bit. And, uh, you know, they hit it – they hit it just a little bit farther, and they – hit it just a little bit closer to the hole than I do, but you know, yeah. it's a little, it's a little bit easier with a nine iron than it is a seven iron. Yeah. Um, and you know, something that a lot of guys don't realize out here is, you know, the bunkers, you know, there's a lot of bunkers and there's a lot of trouble in the same spot. And, you know, it, it really is a distance game, but I mean, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the best players on the corn Ferry tour and the PGA tour too, are just, you know, they hit it far, but they also hit it, you know, pretty, pretty damn straight for how far yeah. they hit it. Yeah. But yeah. they do hit it. They do hit it farther than the guys that are, you know, hitting the, uh, the average distance numbers and, uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think a big thing is, is they, you know, they've just had a little bit more swagger and a little bit more confidence than I had the last few weeks. And um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to feed off guys like that. You know, I played with, I played with Grayson Sig the past two days in the tour championship. And I was, you know, I was really watching him trying to see what he does well, because he's not a long guy. He hits it, 
about as he hits it about as far as I do, maybe even a little bit shorter than I do. So I was, you know, trying to pick up on some stuff that he did, and I picked up one little thing on his putting routine that he did, and uh, it's it helped me on uh, helped me on Sunday, nice. and uh, hopefully it'll help me the next few weeks too. Well, I want to end on this, man. Like, if you look ahead at the Corn Ferry schedule for the next year, and you look at courses that you know, and your schedule, I'm sure is is somewhat fluid, but if you look at Corn Ferry courses on the rotation. And you think about those golf courses and how they set up. What are what's a course or two that come to mind that you think of and go, that's a golf course that really suits my eyes, suits my game. Uh, you know, could could be somewhere I have some confidence that that I, I really feel like I got a chance to 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 come up and win that one. There's always courses like that 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 guys, you know, ha- kind of have circled on the calendar. Do you have any of those for the Corn Ferry Tour over the next couple months? Yeah, I mean, well, the big thing is I'm a rookie on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah. Even though I played PGA Tour last year, so I'm trying to learn all these courses and, you know, looking for next year, trying to find those courses that I can circle and be like, I'm going to play this tournament no matter what. Um, but, you know, I, I played the played the course this week, and it's not a course that you have to hit it far. Um, you know, it's a course that, you know, you keep it in front of you, you hit a lot of greens, it's going to be a putting contest. Um you know, I feel like I can compete here just as easily as anybody. Um, there's a there's a new tournament this year at uh, Orange County National to to end the year. Played, you know, it's at Panther Lake, which is not the uh, the ult- It's long, but it's not the ultimate bombers course. You still got to hit shots there, and uh, I've played I played that course thirty times, I think. So, uh, you know. Nice. The ones in between, I don't really know. I've never played yeah. them, but you know, yeah. this this week and and that one right there, and you know, there's there's some courses for next year that I'm looking forward to. Nice. Well, we appreciate it, Chip. Thanks for hopping on the Tour Junkies podcast. Uh, we wish you the the best of luck, and um, it feels like you're. Uh, it feels like you got the. You know, I, I I think you got that edge, man. It seems like you got that edge about you, and. Um, we hope you have a great, great rest of the year on the Corn Ferry Tour. And obviously, it's a weird year. You got to kind of stay on the Corn Ferry Tour for a bit unless you continue to just Monday qualify like a beast. Um, <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. And we'll look forward to seeing uh, what comes of the chipping lesson for one lucky winner, too. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, guys.